You're listening to the Reman Initiative. This is a short form podcast dedicated to helping guys reconnect to their faith in God and rediscover the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Joe Bailey. I'm a former prodigal son, and I'm just here to bear witness to the truth that no matter what you've done, you can be restored. No matter what you've burnt to the ground, it can be rebuilt, and you can have a real, functional, conversational faith walk with the King of Kings, Jesus. Welcome to the Reman Initiative. Hey guys, thanks for tuning into the podcast. I just want to take a few minutes to say thank you. To those of you that have sent me notes of encouragement, telling me how much you're enjoying the podcast, man, that means so much to me. Especially those of you that have left me five-star reviews. I just can't tell you how much that helps as I'm trying to build this audience. Look, if you really like what we're doing here, share the podcast. And if you haven't already, and you don't mind taking a few minutes, go write a five-star review. You would not believe how much that actually helps. Again, thank you so much. Let's get into the content. Last week, we talked about where transformation takes place, and that would be the heart. From a modern, practical standpoint, it would be what we might call the will. From a spiritual view, we might call that the spirit of the man. God's promise that he made in Ezekiel 36, verse 26, of a new heart, that isn't based on a surgical procedure. It's a reconditioning of the heart. As we've already discussed, the heart in its natural state is far from God, and it's incapable of producing any real life. In Luke, we find Jesus teaching in story form about certain conditions of a human heart and how they react to the only thing that really has the power to transform a man, the Word of God. So Luke chapter 8, and I'll start reading in verse 4. While a large crowd was gathered and people were coming to Jesus from one town after another, he spoke to them in a parable, a story. And he says this, verse 5, A sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell along the path and it was trampled on, and the wild birds came and devoured it. Other seed fell on rock, and when it came up, it withered because it had no moisture. And then other seed fell among the thorns, and they grew up with it and choked it out. But other seed fell on good soil, and it grew, and it produced a hundred times as much grain. As he said this, he called out, The one who has ears to hear had better listen. Now his disciples came to him and asked him what it meant. And he says, you've been given the opportunity to know the secrets of the kingdom. And he begins to tell them what the parable means, starting in verse 11. Now the parable means this. The seed is the word of God. Those along the path are the ones who have heard And then the devil comes and takes away that word from their hearts so they may not believe and be saved. 
Those on the rock are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but in a time of testing, they fall away. As for the seed that fell among thorns, these are the ones who hear, but as they go on their way, they're choked by the worries and the riches and the pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. But as for the seed that landed on good soil, these are the ones who, after hearing the word, they cling to it with an honest and a good heart, and they bear fruit with much steadfast endurance. For transformation, what the heart needs is the seed. Obviously, not just any soil can handle the seed. That first heart, the footpath was hard. And the enemy immediately came and stole that seed away. And the worst possible outcome happens. Nothing. Zero transformation. Then there was that rocky ground. And that heart received the word with joy and it started to spring up. But it was shallow. Uncommitted. And as soon as the trials of life or a little ridicule came into the picture, that new life withered and it died. Then there was the thorny ground, a life consumed by the cares of this world. Money, power, status, sex, reputation. As Jesus put it, the cares and the pleasures of this life. New life sprang up, but it was quickly choked out, and it never matured. Last, of course, we have the good soul. And if, you, you know, if you've never been on a farm or tried to grow a garden, you may not know what this looks like. But if you have, you know what this ground looks like. And you also know it did not magically get that way. Somewhere along the way, that soil got tilled. Some rocks got pulled out and tossed aside and some weeds and some thorns got cut back. That soil was cultivated and made ready for the seed. Over the four soils that Jesus mentioned, I have personally been all four. I have been hard-hearted and rebellious. I've been shallow and uncommitted to, to Christ. I've been consumed with building my own kingdom and smothered in the pride of my own life, choked by my own lusts. There are some in this world who, for whatever reason, and at God's good pleasure, were good soil from an early age. But I've found that for the majority of men I meet, their story is somewhere between the footpath and the thorns right now. And they personally see very little hope of ever becoming good soil. And that's where my story could have ended. There's a passage of Scripture in Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 and 23, where we're told that the mercies of God are fresh every day. Thank God for that. God is faithful even when we are faithless. He used the trials and the pain in my life to patiently Cultivate the soil of my heart, stripping out the stones, 
cutting back the thorns and tilling up the hard, fallowed ground of my heart until it was ready for His good seed. Now, I'm nowhere near perfect, but I can say without any shame, I'm a new man. My heart has been reformed. And daily, I'm being transformed into the likeness and the image of His Son, Jesus. My heart, every day, just a little bit more, is becoming like His. It's still a long journey, and it's a daily process that must be attended to. But one that's producing a marriage that honors God, it's bringing life to us and to those around us. It's producing life in my kids, purpose and passion for the day, this renewed sense of joy, freedom, peace, love. The list is long and the harvest is far greater than I ever deserved. Why am I telling you this? Because I want you to know that this transformation is not a fairy tale. And no matter where your heart is, or where it has been, or what you have done, if you are willing, you can experience true transformation of the heart. Take some time this week to allow yourself just to envision what a life where such a transformation was real and active would look like. Wherever your heart is today on the spectrum of soils, ask the Holy Spirit to cultivate your heart and to prepare it for the seed. The Apostle Paul said that he was unashamed of the gospel because it was the power of God for salvation, a salvation that completely restores and renews a man. The world sees that message of the gospel as foolishness. I think there lies the brilliance of God. He just chose the foolish things of this world to confound those that thought they were wise. I'm asking you to trust the foolishness of God, this plan, and ask Him to cultivate the soul of your heart so that you can be ready for transformation. Over the next few weeks, we're going to start talking about the practical things you can do as a man to begin to partner with God in this process. Until next week, I pray the Lord bless and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. And may He show you His favor and give you His peace. God bless, brothers. You've been listening to the Reman Initiative. For more information, check out our website at www.experienceremand.com. There's a contact page there. Why don't you take some time to drop me a note and let me know what you thought of today's show. Or maybe you've got a question you'd like for me to dive into in a future episode. Let me know about that. Hey, if you like what we're doing here, why don't you give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes? It'll help us reach other men with what is intended to be a lifeline and a message of hope. Until next week, have a great day, guys. God bless.